What's going on, everyone, and welcome to Yap Chicago. My name is Edgar Perez, and I know what you're thinking. Who is this? What am I listening to right now? Well, to answer the first question, I was born and raised on the southwest side of Chicago, shout out Cage Park, and I now work in the sports broadcasting field. And this is the Chicago Sports Show with me, Elicio, we call him Lees, and Mike Bowling. And before we bring you episode one, we got together Friday to show you a bit of who we are, some experiences, and some random sports stories. Going forward, we're going to talk everything going on in Chicago sports, hopefully some things going on around the city, and hopefully we'll have some friends along the way as guests to uh, help us out a bit. Look, the main point is we just want to have fun, we just want to talk sports, and we look forward to growing with our audience, even if it is just friends and family at first. And to grow as broadcasters, because we're going to need to practice, at least I will, with as many times as it took me to record this intro. And yes, it is typed out. So hit subscribe, go follow us on Twitter, at yapchicago underscore, or call us and leave a message at 312-985-6006. We look forward to talking to everyone along the ride. Thanks for listening and take care. Yeah, this episode is pretty much going to be just, it's, it's, I won't even call it episode one. This is just like a, you know, intro trailer or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it, but I kind of just want to kick it off in the overall, like why I wanted to start it, you know, how you guys got involved, uh, bowling, how you kind of like just said yes, like right off the bat. Like I remember mm-hmm. I was even telling you like, yo, don't, you got to answer right now and like, think about it if you really want. And you're like, no, I'm down. I'm down. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> All right, for sure. Uh, some of the shit that kind of influenced me to get into kind of this field, just like with radio and stuff and going to ICB and shit. I know, Lise, you asked me a couple times about ICB. Yeah. You never really decided to run with it? Uh, no, nah, never did it just because it, um, it 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 just was never a good time for me, especially with work, um, especially around the times. It was weird. Every time that I would, like, ask you and reach out and ask you how it was, it would be around the time that I would get a promotion. So I'd be <laughs> like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm getting paid more now, so I don't even have to do that. Um, yeah, at least go invest, go invest some time to probably get an internship and get paid probably nothing for a couple hours. And but I, I feel like I got to a point where, in my current career, that I felt uh, happy enough where I made it currently to the point where I was just like, I I feel like there's something else that I actually want to do, so mm-hmm. it's better to at least try it and see if I can do anything, see if there's anything that we'd be able to do to make a mark as opposed to always thinking like what if or being those uh assholes that are always looking at the tv like oh i could do that anything of that nature um because i will say once you get in front of this mic it's a completely different world yep uh for for, sure yeah first time when we recorded i said the same like three fucking three different things over and over again i kept shouting (laughs) out people i kept doing the same thing so so it's just a different different challenge um and trying to see if there's anything that that can uh, come out come out of this i mean not only for for myself but for all of us really for sure it is a different beast man bowling i don't know how comfortable you are now in front of a camera or at least speaking you sound good i remember reaching out to you when you did that podcast with uh with lawrence holmes mm-hmm. i said dude you sounded great <laughs> sounded yeah man great. i I got way more comfortable after I took that job with the Cubs. I mean, I 
I had a background where I did like classes for like I hosted a radio show in college, but I didn't really talk much. Like I just like played music and then like talked a little shit and then played more music. But I used to be really nervous because I'm like, what the fuck am I going to say? Like, I'm going to swear or I'm going to do something stupid. (laughs) Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And when I got the job with the Cubs, it was like they, they knew I was a huge fan and they knew I did like social stuff. And I basically like lied. I was like, oh, yeah, I've done a bunch of stuff on air. And I went in. I went in for like these tests, and it was all about the Cubs. So it was shit that I knew and was comfortable with. So yeah. it came pretty easy. But ever since I started that, like, it's just become so much more simple. Now it's just like I feel like I'm just talking to my friends. That's how. I, like, if I get nervous, I'm just like, oh, it's just like I'm talking to my buddy Dave. So I'll just say whatever. But yeah, it's different, man. Like you, you when you hear yourself, like you notice, like Lee said, like I said the same things over and over, like. Saying like, just like try not to do that, like shit like that is just the most, it's just tough. But I'm glad we're doing this because this shit's going to be a lot of fun. It's definitely stuff that we're all interested in, which helps. Right. Also, I mean, I, I wanted to reach out to you guys because I knew you guys would take it serious, you know, because well, and you being already in, in the field and knowing that Lee's is serious about just being better and stuff. I, I, I don't really think, uh, we were going to joke around too much in terms of like not taking it seriously. So, I mean, it, if someone has any criticism or, you know, if we have a thought, we could listen back to it and stuff. I, that's why I kind of, you know, kind of went at you guys. Cause I'm not super comfortable in front of a mic. <laughs> uh, even when I was trying to get into radio, I, I my goal was never to be hosting anything. Right. Know? I got into it cause I liked, um, the sound of it. You know, that's part of why I stuck around listening to, to ESPN 1000 when my brother, you know, showed it to me was I was like, oh, shit, this is they're playing music. They're playing sound bites and even like the the random shit they're playing, like mid segment or whatever, just kind of like the funny material, like the sound of, of, of radio and that kind of entertainment is what kind of drew me to to the industry, you know, and uh, at first I didn't really think of it as as being a job, really, like I. I to me and my family, it was it was like, oh, you got to find some work. You got to find, you know, something to provide. So I was never, I never, it never like got into my mind that radio or something could have been an avenue to, to, to go down. And so, yeah, I kind of like, once I decided that something I kind of wanted to try, that's when I started looking into like ICB and stuff. But mm-hmm. at that point it was a little, a little tougher because I was, I mean, it wasn't like I was 18 coming out of college. I mean, coming out of high school trying to look for a school at that point i was 20 23 and i was like well i gotta find something so i saw that took a chance but even before that i was already like learning how to like edit audio and stuff and sending it to you know random people at stations <laughs> that i would like come across yeah. emails and shit and they would all do some of the Amazing. same thing they're like yo you're looking for you is, is this for an internship and i was like no, it's just uh, just showing you what like what, what do you think, man? You want to hire me? And like obviously they weren't going to do that. That was at the time where, you know, you had an, you needed an internship, right? And so I was like, oh fuck, I guess I got to find a school. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting though because like it's kind of like sending out your recruiting tape almost like for like you're a high school player and you're a fringe guy and you're trying to get seen. Like when I was in high school, I sent my baseball video to three hundred coaches in a day. That was like my job. I just like kept emailing. I was on people's websites. Like what's the recruiting director's email so I could send them my shit. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it really is not that different. And 
I just, you know, I, my dad's an accountant. I was not very great at math. I thought that shit was mad boring. And <laughs> so, so one day, one of my, my writing teacher was like, you have a really good, you know, you, you've got a good passion for writing. And I was like, really? And she's like, yeah, everything's, you know, it's solid. You know, you know what you're talking about. So I'm like, all right, well, screw it. I'll just do journalism, whatever. I watch SportsCenter every night. It can't be that hard. And then I get into class. I'm like, this shit is way harder. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I just stuck with it because I'm like, this is what I'm interested in and this is what I want to try. And, you know, like just like you, ICB, it doesn't really matter where you go. The principles are obviously similar and the same. And, you know, you just put in the work and get the reps. And now we're here podcasting. I, I will say one thing that I'll piggyback off of um, what what Edgar said at the beginning was he was thinking of something to be able to provide and he never thought of radio or any type of audio format to be something of that nature. I feel like that's something important that we would also be able to do. Um, kind of give our demographic, honestly, like our demographic, it's something that's not seen. You typically mm-hmm. don't see people whether it be on radio, on TV, anything of that nature, that's a minority unless they played a sport. So it's something different that we'd be able to do and be be able to say, hey, you know what, this is an option. It's something that you would be able to do for a living. It's something that you'd be happy doing as well. So that's that's something that's also back of my mind because, I mean, when I told my parents when I was, I mean, it was coming out of high school and I told my parents I wanted to do radio, they were like, all right, cool. No, what are you actually going to college for? Um, and you know, I, I went to college for business and never really finished. I mean, I did first couple of years and then basically dropped out, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but with that being said, it's because we had the old school mindset of that's not an option. It's not really something that you'd be able to do long run that you'll be able to provide. Um, and it may, it may be something that may not be for us in the, in the long run, knock on wood, hopefully it is, but it's, it's kind of putting that out there that it is an option that it is. And I know, uh, bowling does stuff with the community already. So with that, it's, it's just something extra, just being able to show people. I mean, even talking to some of my friends and some of Edgar's friends saying that we're starting a podcast, it's, they kind of look at you like, oh crap, like. You know, really? Yeah. yeah. That, like that's kind of cool. I would have, you know, never thought of doing something like that. And it kind of it's a good thing too because it gets them thinking what they're passionate about and like, oh well, I'd like to talk about this, things of that nature. That's the key, man. Just gotta find what you like. Yeah. You know? And and sports is basically the only thing I do and watch. So <laughs> it's the only thing in my life. <laughs> no, I I definitely agree. That's a, I think that's huge because especially for me, like when I first went to college and said I was going to study journalism, everyone just assumed that I was going to write in the paper because that was like the thing. But we're the, we're the perfect like medium between like our parents' generation and then the next generation because we get both ends of it. Like we did come up where you had to do an internship and not get paid. Mm-hmm. And now it's like we're doing this with our own extra time and you know, hopefully one day we can monetize it. But we're doing it because we're passionate about it. Now all the kids that are coming up now won't take internships if they're not getting paid. So it's just like that. We're the bridge between the old school and the new school. And I think that that's going to make 
this kind of podcast medium entertaining for people that look like us and people that don't look like us. You know, it's we're, we're talking about Chicago and Chicago has so many cultures, but at the end of the day, like Lee said, like I didn't know anyone in high school that mm-hmm. besides me that even did journalism or did even did broadcast classes or anything like that. It was like go to school for marketing and get a job in business or you're an accountant or you're trying to be a lawyer. And that was like really it. If you didn't hoop or anything else, it was like you're going to school for business or sports management and then you get your degree and figure it out. So this, this is going to be a lot of fun because it's going to, it's going to allow us to spread our wings while also kind of showing people that if you have a passion, you should just go for it. Yeah. And I mean, we are taking it serious. We are trying to make it sound as good as possible and stuff just because we're taking what we have gone through and, uh, and applying. I mean, me going for school and then getting into ship at WGN and working behind some dudes that, that really taught me some, some good things. And, you know, at the time I, I just, I couldn't stay there just money wise. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was, like I said, I was already married. So I had bills and all the shit. So I mean, Boy, you was, were married at 15 and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> you married young. I was 21 when I got married, boy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Yep. No kids when either. I was, when that I was, was the first 21, thing people I was asked me. trying to figure out which case of beer I wanted to drink on the daily. Well, I was that doing was that it. too. It was just bush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bro, when I would tell people that I, got, that I was married, they'd be like, really? Uh, how, how many kids you got? I was like, none. <laughs> What do you mean? They're like, why are you married? I was like, gee, come on, man. Just I would have asked you if, if you were married in real life or second life. It's like, <laughs> oh, maybe he's got a Sims game that he's talking about. <laughs> 20, 21 is, hey, I, it's mad I'm, young, I'm proud of you, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> we worked through it, man. It was, it's, it was definitely an interesting experience. But uh, because of that, like, I just couldn't. And if, if for anyone that's like does take internships or anywhere and, you know, you're mad that they're not really paying you much or it's not that, just take advantage of it, man. Now that that's one thing that I, I wish I can go back and, and kind of redo. I enjoyed my time at WGN, but I don't feel like I took full advantage of it just in terms of like just, just talking to the people that were there and, you know, gauging their experience and getting their advice and stuff. I kind of just went in, did my job and, and, and left, mm-hmm. you know, that I was still in that mindset of, of it's a nine to five. Yeah. Like when we, like, like I said, when we were, Growing up, and you were taught go get a job, and you know go go do some work. I still had that mindset of like, okay, this is not my job. I'm gonna come in here, do it, execute, and then I'm just gonna head home. And I look back on it, I'm like, dude, you were, you you had you had your foot there. Like, why why'd you take it out? And just to be clear, it sounds like we're being super serious with everything. We're <laughs> we're we're gonna do a podcast <laughs> that you can kind of like turn your brain off to and yeah. and kind of listen to it as well because. Personally, that's that's what I do because there there are going to be points where we talk about stats, things of that nature. But most of the time, we're going to be bullshitting. We're going to be talking shit. We're going to be talking about Mitchell Trubisky. We're going to Avis. We're, ta- we're hey, going to be talking. Hey, about- hey, 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 don't talk shit, Avis. Don't <laughs> shit talk, Avis. I mean, that's that's where I was before this. I go to Avis Budget Group, <laughs> but but it's going to be something that's also going to be lighthearted. I know we kind of started off like a tangent where we're taking everything really seriously which we are um but the actual material is going to be something that's going to be what bowling said it's going to be talking to our friends it's us talking to each other as well as the listener um at the end of the we kind of want to have interaction and that's going to be something that we're going to try to strive to get better at too when it comes to like different mediums whether it be twitter instagram 
Um, sorry, you were going to say something, Bowen? No, no, I was, I was going to say this might be a good time to tell awful internship stories because I'm sure we all have a bunch. I, I honestly didn't know what to expect. I, I did an internship at UIC in their uh, athletic department, and it was really because one of the professors at Lewis was the athletic director there. He would teach our Wednesday night class, and he just loved me. He just – He's like, you're a baseball player. You're a Chicago kid. Like, you're awesome. So I'm like, all right, I got an A in this class. But then I started thinking, like, man, I need to do this internship. Like, why don't I just go to UIC? Because it's right here. It's right, you know, in my backyard. And so I get there, and I was a social media intern. So I would go there, and, like, they didn't even use social media enough for me to, like, do enough stuff. I'm just like, all right. What year was this? This was 2012. So I'm, like, building out their Facebook, their Twitter, and and I'm just like learning on the fly. But as a part of the internship, I had to like work with the rest of the athletic department. So there's one day, <laughs> it's just like this all out, they called it war day. It's like this all out sales day. So we're trying to sell UIC basketball tickets in <laughs> Chicago, which actually might be the most difficult thing to do in the world because nobody cares. And it really doesn't have anything to do with UIC being good or bad. But it's like there's so many other acts in town. So we're literally cold calling a list of phone numbers that they have, people in the neighborhood, alums, X, Y, Z. And I called the first lady and I was like, hi, this is Mike from the UIC athletic department. I was wondering if you were interested in season tickets. We have this and I do my whole spiel and I get to the end and there's like a four second pause. And the lady's like, are you really trying to sell me some fucking basketball tickets right now? <laughs> So I was like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, but you have a good rest of your day. And I hang up and they're all like listening to the call. And they're like, you can't just like hang up. I go, they, she didn't want the tickets. And they're like, you have to sell her the tickets. I'm like, yo, I'm not going to be a salesman. <laughs> like, all right, not, not sales? Got it. I was so trash at that shit. <laughs> hey, you should have took it, took a hint from the kids that are on the CTA that are like, can you give us money for our basketball team or our football team? <laughs> right. And I'm like, yo, can those I get my guys fire sell back? me every time because I'm not trying to get jumped. So you can have five bucks. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. But selling selling basketball tickets for UIC was a very interesting part of that internship. But what I was trying to like get to is I then knew, I was like, I can't do sales. Like I just won't be good at it. And that's one of the benefits of doing that internship was like, I got to learn what I was good at, what I sucked at, and what I really was passionate about, which obviously is social media and, and, and journalism. So there's benefits. I mean, I wasn't getting paid. They were paying me in like Quiznos subs. I was like, whatever, <laughs> screw it. And I got to hoop in their practice facility every Wednesday for noon ball, but that was really it. You have any, any Twinkie? You got to have something good, dude. If you were at WGN. I, I am not in this field, so I have none. Nothing was ever really bad. I mean, there was their obvious uh, meltdown of eighty-seven-seven. The game, which is, oh yeah, wow! I, was, I forgot about that. Yeah, I, I came in the first week I was there. Okay, so I applied to be David Kaplan's intern, right? He has he at the time he would always have two interns. So I got the I did the whole interview thing. I went through the whole process and I got the internship. And literally a week later, eighty-seven-seven. The game was launched. So I was like, oh shit, okay. And they were moving him to the mornings, and then the internship coordinator asked me, they're like, can you do mornings? And that was the time where I was going to school to ICB, so I was like, no, I got school in the morning, and then I have to go to work some days or whatever. And um, 
So I really dropped to part-time at work just to do the internship. So I did school, internship, and work. But they put me at night with uh, Connor McKnight and Mark Harmon. And Dan Levy was a producer. And I had a blast working with those guys, man. They were fun. Dan Levy just used to crack me up all the time. I, I fully enjoyed that. And then, well, when was it, in November? So it launched, what, I think, February. And then November, I'm, 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 I remember I was renewing my car insurance. And I got a text from a buddy from ICB. He's like, dude, I'm so sorry. That sucks, man. I was like, oh. I was like what the fuck are you talking about, dude? He's like, the game. I was like, what about it? He's like, it's, 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 they're, they're getting rid of it. I was like, what are you talking about? So I turn on the radio and that, and I, that's when I hear the epic Ben Finfer <laughs> iconic oh. rant that he went on. And I was like, holy shit, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and I had to work that night. <laughs> I had a shift that night. I was like, uh, what? So I, I text Dan. I was like, do I, do I still go in? And he's like, uh, yeah, I guess so. And I was like, okay, cool. So I, I, I literally walk off the elevator and you could feel the tension in the air, man. It was one of the most awkward things. I was like, oh, this is fucking weird, dude. And the weird part about it is that it's not like they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to close it and, and that's it. You know, tune in tomorrow. You're going to hear smooth jazz. They made us <laughs> like we finished out the year. This was like mid-November and we had eight weeks of or yeah, like six weeks of radio to do. They're like, That's yeah, insane. we're not gonna close out till till the day after Christmas. And we're like, so we gotta continue to do shows. Knowing you don't have a knowing job. Knowing they don't have a job. Like that's, that's fucking cr- cruel. That's crazy. That Ben Finfer rant is like one for the ages too. Legendary. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I have it saved in a drive. Uh, <laughs> shout out Ben. Ben's a cool dude, but <laughs> That's nuts. But that was nuts. But honestly, the, those six weeks, those remaining six weeks, it was just full of shows. Obviously, of people that just didn't care. Not that they were unprofessional, but they were just like, "Let's just have fun, man." Like, like we're not gonna over prep the show. We're just gonna, you know, maybe a couple clips here and there. But shit, do you want to produce this show? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, I I got so many filling producer shifts those nice. last six weeks, and it, it was a great experience. It, it was a shitty circumstance, but I ended up, you know, it, that was it was hella fun. I mean, I must admit. But man, it, it I remember that day was just so fucking weird. It's like getting run on a nuts. basketball team that you know is tanking, man. Like honestly. <laughs> like, you're getting the reps in. You like you said it yourself. It, it turned out to a good thing, man. We had a good show, man. I think the 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 I mean, it might sound biased as I was there, obviously, but it I thought that the show was good. I thought the shows were good, but um Chicago's a tough market, man. When you got two established brands like, you know, ESPN and 670 balanced out. The frequency didn't help. Most places couldn't even get 87.7. So Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I didn't even think about it from that perspective either. I mean, the frequency. <laughs> 87.7 is like you get lucky if you can hear it. Yeah. It's my, not like you can tune in every day. Yeah, I found out that most radio stations like only got to like 87.9. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right, cool. Yeah. Was it always uh, social media with you, Bowling? Did you always... Kind of want to lean to that because I know you you were a big you're a big radio guy too like just listening to it and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like my background and and wanting to be in this field started with radio. My dad was more of a score guy, so I would listen to the score when I would ride around with him. And then, like, I would you know, like any other kid who was into sports, just watch Sports Center every night, and I'd watch it over and over and watch the same highlights and try and pick out when they 
would make a mistake or say the points wrong. And, you know, I'd laugh to my buddies. Oh, they messed up. And then I get in the field. I'm like, messing up really sucks. <laughs> you lose your job. But when I went to college, you know, I, I started as broadcast journalism, but I realized quickly just, you know, some of my professors were like, hey, you know, we're going to add this multimedia journalism uh, degree is going to be more of like your online mediums, blogging, video editing, social media, X, Y, Z. And I was like, screw it. I mean, I was using a sidekick with AIM, keeping up with all my friends as a kid. I'm like, might as well just like keep evolving and learning these new things. And Sick brag. Yeah, man. <laughs> me and my flip sidekick, sidekick? I was getting in okay. trouble trying to cheat on my history tests. Wasn't it loud, as, wasn't it loud as hell trying to flip that thing open? So, so you were trying to use big, that to cheat? I, I would, but I would keep it in my pocket opened already so I didn't have to flip it. Some uh, people were not smart enough to do that. See, so. I I went to a, a like quote-unquote smart school, so what people started doing was on the vitamin waters, they would take the label off and they would put like a whole-ass cheat sheet on a <laughs> vitamin water thing that they printed out themselves. To look like the label? To look like the yeah. label, and they would do that. Or they would also put it on the um, on the calculators and stuff. They're just wow. having the calculators out. And oh, yeah, like on the inside of the info. calculator, right? That or they would just have different programs where you can actually put like. What was the name of those ones? calculators you needed for the standardized the TI, test? The T, TI-89. TI-89. Yeah. Those things you could type in a whole thing. But you had to use the T9, like the old cell phones. Just like type in by letter and key. I just wrote on my shirt to cheat. <laughs> I, I was another good one. We'd wear like a polo or whatever, and the shirt underneath, I would write, you know, all, whatever I needed, and I would just flip my shirt up, you know, and then I just glance down, you know, through my hands or whatever, and just get what I need. That's how I passed French for two years. Yeah, I mean, I, I, hope I don't remember any French. Like, <laughs> I hope we end up being the like cheating is okay on tests podcast because I, I really, who cares, that. man? If you get the grade. I mean, if you're putting all that stuff on a T-shirt or in a cell phone, like you're retaining something. As long you're as you're looking at it. As long as you learn, who cares if you pass, like legitimately or not? You know, if you learn, then you learned. That right. isn't that the point of school. I mean, the school cares, but yeah, we didn't come to play though? school though. Do you think they care? I guess. I mean, but but if you fail out, you, you don't have a high school diploma. You don't have all that. Well, shit. You're, you're passing it because you're cheating. Oh, oh yeah, you're I, see, I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. And plus, the school gets a better rep. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah, keep keep hitting those, those dingers, kids. Go ahead. <laughs> Cardell Jones said it best. We didn't come here to play school. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate that guy, but that was the greatest quote ever. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe he said that on TV. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, like, I I always wanted to be in social just because I thought it was so fun. How there was like. MySpace, Zanga, all that crap, and then Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and everything is just like, what's new? What's next? Like all that fascinated me. And I figured we were all going to be on our phones. I mean, I was already on my phone forever. And so it sounds like you guys were too. It's like, I don't know how much people are going to be sitting in front of the TV waiting for the news every night. So it felt like the right thing to do in college. And, you know, I kind of just ran with it. And I didn't, like I said earlier, like I didn't have a ton of on camera video experience but when you watch enough of these people like if you have a passion for it like i don't really re-watch re a lot of my stuff because like i hate listening to myself back <laughs> but Get those it, it really in, is baby. it is just like about 
feeling comfortable. Like if you feel comfortable with what you're doing and it's not, you know, you're not screwing off and, and you're taking it seriously, like that's really all, you know, you're giving it your best. Like that's all you can do. And I think having a podcast too, and especially in today's um, kind of media landscape, it's a huge advantage because there's not a lot of jobs in radio. I mean, even trying to get into the radio industry, they were all, that's the first thing they told you. Oh, just go to a small market. That's all, that's all they tell you in TV and in radio. Go to a small market because no one's going to pick you up here. And they're kind of right. But, I mean, this this gives us a chance to stay here and establish our own sound or whatever. Like, I'm not going to go to, you know, Tank Kansas Bay. and then start talking all the whatever market is and what I'm not really interested in. Like, yeah, that's part Wichita, of Wichita, man. I almost went to Wichita. I would have died within like three weeks. <laughs> what are they, the Shockers or something like that? Yeah. yeah. No, I meant I meant like to work at a news station there. Oh, <laughs> I would have been covering them. But I don't I mean like I'm we're as, as city as they come, especially being from here. Like I wouldn't have li- I couldn't have lived there. Like I have family in Alabama that got excited when they built a Walmart. I'm like, <laughs> man, man, I can't do that. Like that's not me. Like I'm meant to be in a city and you make a good point. Like we, we don't have to sacrifice what we believe in, what we're passionate about, what we want to talk about. We kind of just get to do it. Whereas in the past, it was like, do you want to go to Topeka or Albuquerque and work for three years just to cut your teeth? And then hopefully an opportunity pops up. Like, no, I don't. I actually don't want to do that. And I think there's another work. I think there's a little pushback from from the people that are already like established in the industry where they're like, who do these kids think they are? You know, trying to trying to get into our field or whatever, but I think it's changing, man. I think everything's changing, especially with podcasting and stuff. Everyone's trying to launch a podcast now. And I mean, same thing when I was giving people that the when I was telling them that I was trying to do this, you know, you get the eye roll. The oh, bro, really? Like another 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 person with a podcast? And it's like, well, yeah, but you know, you make it sound good. You put a little effort into it. I'm not I'm not just turning on a microphone and and speaking into it. I'm trying to put a little production value behind it, and you know, be held up to those shows that we do here on the radio or those good podcasts that we do listen to. Yeah, there's a bunch of podcasts out right now, but there's only a select few that people really listen to. And you could try to build a sound that that's kind of, that can hold, that can stand next to those, those podcasts. I mean, I think you got a real chance without having to, to go to weird markets and, you know, at least that's where I think the, the game is going. Like, and it doesn't I, matter where you go as long as you establish a good sound and, and, and you get better. I mean, we're not going to be good right after our first couple episodes. Are, we're probably going to look back on us and be like, damn, we're fucking dog shit. But <laughs> as long as you grow, man, I, I, I'm more than willing to take advice from anyone. Like, I'm not, I'm nowhere near, you know, just, hey, just because I put out something, you can't tell me shit. This is my podcast. You can't tell me anything. It's like, no, man, you got some tips. Like you said, we, we know people in the industry already. And hopefully, you know, we get to talk to some of them, some of them along the way, like for the show purposes. And if shit, if they got advice, if they got any tips, I'm here to listen, man. I've always been like that. When every every job, every spot I've been at, I'm here to learn a job. And this is this is no different. I'm trying to make this a job for me. Yeah, I would say that's a, that's a big thing for me as well because I actually have zero experience in this field. So, like you guys were saying, I don't have to be shipped off to Wichita, like you said, or anything <laughs> of that nature, um, just to kind of cut my teeth. So. Like with that, it's there's going to be a lot of growing pains for myself. Um, I restated in the first time that I recorded it with you guys that I kept saying the same like two or three same same things. We all got crutches, names. man. We all we all lean on stuff. Even the pros have the, the crutches if you you know do enough shows with them and stuff. But like even today, I try to plug in the 
mic cord without oh, yeah. the adapter. That was, was just embarrassing. Like, How I dare was you? like, I was like, is it in? <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, like this is going to be a perfect example of being able to show people like, as long as you have a will, there's a way. Um, yeah, you're gonna, you know, I I'm extremely passionate about sports. Uh, everyone knows me uh, as a sports guy for the most part when when it comes to um, watching sports, anything of that nature. Um, gambling is one of my fortes as well, so I get a lot of questions about gambling on fights in particular and baseball. But even though I don't, I'm not that good on baseball. <laughs> I don't think anyone's good on yeah, baseball. I, I don't know it's too who says like, yeah. "Oh yeah, baseball season's here. Time to make some money." Right. Like I, <laughs> I tried it, man. I, I, there's, I couldn't do. It. I hate. It made me hate the Nationals and the Mets. Uh, <laughs> you should hate the Nationals and the Mets anyway. And Luton from the fucking uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh God! Him. I mean, how the, dare uh, he cover two weeks in a row? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of people really upset. Talking about like betting the house against Luton. It wasn't one of those games like a, a Thursday night game, so like everybody was watching. I believe so, and the other one was against the Packers, and yeah, it was a close game. And I remember thinking like, well, if the Packers can almost blow this to the Jaguars, <laughs> maybe they're just no good. And I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, so wrong. Find your gambling tips on the app. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Fade. Fade <laughs> we'll us. see though. That's the fun part. And I that, mean, that we're one gonna time, bring what we like, and we'll see if a something lost in the archives. The first time that we actually did a recording, we said we all have to pick a game and parlay it. Yep. And we were all right, but yep. we didn't say it at the end of yep. the podcast. <laughs> I think I you think, remember. You remember that? That's the that's the episode we did with uh, with Cam. And we yeah. had a whole episode plan. We ended up just going for 40 minutes with Cam about the Bulls. So we're like, well, let's just make this a Bulls episode. But before that, we were talking about making like, hey, let's do a show parlay. We'll all pick a leg and run with it. And it would have hit. <laughs> oh, so maybe we, maybe we got something here. <laughs> I, was, I was probably down bad that week. I would have needed that. <laughs> oh, man. And also, I gave you guys a bad juju asking you if um, you were afraid of the Marlins. If you were afraid, I did not. I did not appreciate that, which was hilarious for the record, because bowling was like, oh, no, like, we're good. And Hyper was like, fuck you. Like, how dare you put that in my head? I've watched enough games with Lee's where it's he does this on purpose and we we will try to reverse jinx each other and or ourselves, (laughs) I guess. And it's just he knows my weaknesses. And it's my one of its a big one is, is my superstitions with the Cubs and with baseball. Like the whole, remember the whole World I, Series. I'm good at picking up those little things that he like picked up on, and he, I already <laughs> know what story he's about to tell. There's two. There's there's two. It's it's the dumbest things, and it's like, well, this shit's fucking working, so might as well. Well, one of them, it was it was it was just a brief thing that you noticed that I, that I laughed because he, we were at uh, where were we at? Was that bar on Archer? Guides? Uh, yeah, so we were at Guides uh, by Midway, and uh, there was a dude next to me in full <laughs> Cubs gear, like head to toe. We were watching, I forgot what game it was, but we were watching it, and uh, Lee took a Snapchat where he panned over to him. He's like, oh, this guy says he's a Cubs fan, and he's the dude all in gear looking down at his phone, not even paying attention, and he pans over to me, and he's like, oh, the, the real Cubs fans are like this, and I'm just a nervous wreck just staring at the television. 
and especially because while I was recording, the other guy was like, "Oh, this game's fucking over," and it's like the. And I turned thing around, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> the, the the best one is at Bar Louie, though, hands yeah. down, because yeah. we got absolutely hammered that day. That was Game Seven. That was that was when the Cubs won it. Game Seven. Uh, let it be known, one of my best friends, uh, Cap and myself, were the only people that screamed out loud, cheering when Rajay Davis hit the home run. And literally the rest of the bar was completely quiet. We're the only two people that are jumping up and down. Yeah, they're hardcore. They're just haters. Yeah, we're we're haters. I mean, what? If I didn't know you, bro, I really honestly would have tried to fight you. That night. <laughs> hey, why, why you got to be happy and I'm not happy, you know? My team's not in the game. Fuck That's man. why. <laughs> oh man! But Edward. because because in my from my perspective, I literally thought I was gonna die in that moment. I've never felt so low. I'm like, you guys this is the have, most unlikely you guys person. Did a rain delay out of nowhere? Uh, I was questioning everything. The I was gods. like, I, I was talking to God. I was saying, he, you know, I'll listened. go to church for the rest of my life <laughs> if we could figure out how to get this win. Dude, and that was a humongous lie. So. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I would have been really pissed off Wait. if I was in that bar and you were cheering and everybody was like funeral I'm, time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna revert right now. Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that day was hilarious because we're the only White Sox fans at the bar, probably. And um, I realized I want to say like fourth, fifth inning that Twinkie's eating a lot, and I'm just like, what are you doing over there? Anytime anything bad would happen. For the Cubs, he would start to eat nachos. And <laughs> was he, like I, would, I would take sick. one. Yeah, my nervous sick. I would grab one chicken nacho and just eat it. Anytime, kind of something bad happened or they were like in a bad spot, I didn't even notice I was doing it. Every time, though, every time something would happen, they would score a run, anything of that nature, and it was hilarious. one nacho, just one, one. We had a platter, and so I had a lot, to, <laughs> and it had was, a lot to go through. It, it was funny because it was starting to dwindle down. And then I was like, fuck you, I'm eating these nachos. <laughs> and that's that's when I noticed I was doing it because like me Lee's looked at me as like I'm I'm putting a chip in and he's like <gasps> and I was like, Oh my god, I'm doing it. It's like in it's like in rounders with the Oreos yes. where they fig where he figures out my tell and I'm like, Oh fuck <laughs> it's the nachos And from then he's like, I want nachos too and it's like, No you don't <laughs> fucker and then the waitress comes over. She's like, "Are you done with these?" And I'm like, "No, just <laughs> just leave it. I'm I'm gonna finish these. It's it's fine." But man, by the end of the game, I was so fucking hammered. I think they had like five dollar buckets that night, which is absurd. And yeah. I was like, "What?" I sat down. She was like, "Yeah, it's five dollar buckets." I was like, "Wait, wait, 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 five dollar beer?" That's no, 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 crazy. no, a bucket for five dollars. And we're like, "Oh shit, we're drinking butt heavy all night." We oh we, yeah, our bill was two hundred dollars before the shots. Yeah, then the shots came. Yeah. That's I honestly it? don't remember the the, the yeah I mean, it was it was only two people drinking beer. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I watched that game with like probably a hundred of my friends, friends, and friends of friends in an apartment. We weren't even at a bar, and it was way too crowded. Like now with COVID, we would have been all in jail. Like we were packed in like <laughs> sardines. It was gross. But there was a kid who I won't name. He's a he's a he's a really nice kid, but he's not like a close friend of mine and. Go ahead, we'll do it. He had got he had got like claustrophobic. Like he really was like starting to have like an anxiety attack. And this was like in the third inning. So we're all like feeling good. Cubs have a lead. And he gets up and he starts like hyperventilating. 
And oh, everybody shit. looks at him and stops. Like, no one's watching the game anymore. And he's looking at him. And I'm sitting on the floor and I looked at him like, you cannot do this here, bro. Like, you got to go outside <laughs> or something. I'm like, I-, I can't have this negative energy in here. And I'm like, I know you're probably going to be upset. And this probably makes me look like a dick. But I can't have this near me right now. We just need to watch this game. And he just, like, went outside and we never saw him again. I felt bad. I texted him you know, days later, I was like, yo, I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but game seven of the world series. I mean, it is what it is. We can't be having a panic. Like we're not going to call the ambulance tonight for you for this (laughs) panic attack during the middle of game seven. Would you call him back if you guys started losing immediately? Uh, Yes, I would like, Hey, hundred percent. Like, let's talk it out. Come over here. here. I mean, I would have had to go out, you know, head in my hand or yeah, head in my hands. Just like, I'm sorry, bro. Like you got to come back <laughs> inside. Please but in the back. moment I'm like, yo, dude, we just can't, this, this can't happen tonight. Like the vibes are too good right now for you to be having a panic attack. Oh man. What a mess. That was an insane night. I don't think I slept. I slept for like an hour and I think I drank a whole fifth of Jameson, which is really disgusting. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. As an adult, I just have bad memories about sports. Last you don't year. really remember all the great ones. No. The bad ones are the ones you really remember. Like last year, I was absolutely pissed when they brought out Dunning after like, what, 15 pitches? 16 yep. pitches. Yeah. And then we did our first test record that night. <laughs> yeah. And like one of the first questions is, how are you feeling? Like, fuck you. That's how I'm feeling. Like, <laughs> like and the, true. the dumb thing was everyone, everyone was talking about our third starter. About you know who are we gonna who are we gonna start that game, um, and everyone was talking about hey this is best if we do like a bullpen game. I'm like no it's not that if it's a bullpen game that means it's a Ricky Renteria game. Like what the fuck are you thinking about? <laughs> have, you, have you have you not seen the past year of what he's done with setting up different people and putting bringing in different people in terrible situations? And it was. It was just a big old clusterfuck. And, I mean, obviously you can't – I mean, I'm going to blame him, but you can't blame him for um, Buddy throwing out his arm. Um, crochet. Yeah, Crochet. Crochet, yep. yeah. You can't blame him for that. I will. Uh, but, <laughs> but but with that, it's just – I mean, that's what sports is, man. That's, that's the reason why I wanted to do this. It's these dumb stories about nachos, these fucking dumb stories about – Panic attacks. Panic attacks. It's dude (laughs) and calling him a a bitch for having a panic attack. Dude, for real, bro. Fucking fourth inning. You really gonna do this now? (laughs) Oh shit. But everyone's but you you bring up a great point because everyone's been there and and that's where I feel like we'll relate. Yeah. We'll relate to a lot of people. Dumb sports brain is is a real thing. We 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 talk about this all the time. I was I forgot what I was I was trying to explain something to my wife too, and then I made a point where I was like, but actually, the revenge they, the revenge game is like the, the perfect revenge example. game. Yeah, or I was like, but if the Bulls were the black pinstripe jerseys, and she's like, what? I was like, oh, no, no, you don't understand it. Trust me. Look good, feel good, <laughs> feel good. Black good, pinstripes, baby. automatic money line bet, dude. It's city edition, instantly. automatic money line bet. It's just different. I literally had no idea what jersey they were gonna wear tonight, and I'm like. I will bet the money line if they're wearing those black jerseys. If I see the black jerseys on Twitter, I'll bet the money line. Yeah, or even, they just win. They even, just win in them. 
even stuff like Matt Forte wearing the white cleats, like the dumbest of things that you remember, like, oh, shit, he's wearing the white cleats tonight? Oh, he, he's hitting the he's over going yards. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sports is a fun thing. It, it should be fun. I know, you know a lot of people like to talk shit, just bullshit. And that, that's, again, why I kind of want to do this, because I feel like our target community is kind of ignored in the mainstream. There's a couple people that do a good job of it, but uh, just not enough. And there are some good podcasts out there that, you know, do cater to more of the South Side feel. But that's where that's where we're, we're, we're throwing our name in the hats in, in the our hat in the ring. We're throwing a hat in the ring. You know what I mean? Like we're throwing all the hats, all the hats. It's a, you know, a fucking hat trick. So <laughs> just throw your hats. Hell in the yeah. Ring. But um, but yeah, I mean, that's not to, to say we're going to, you know, take over anyone. They're just just this is a fucking Internet. You know, we're there's space for everyone. So. We should. We might even have them on as guests. Who knows? But it's gonna be fun, man. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to grow not only as as the show, but us as broadcasters. I guess. How the fuck? Hell yeah! Hey, man, it's you're you're in the field now. You're in the fraternity, I guess. Although those in the fraternity might look at us and be like, "Nah, youngins, you, you guys hey, aren't you guys aren't there yet." Cam, Cam said that he's he thought I sounded decent. Oh yeah, oh that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. And, <laughs> And I know, I know, Edgar was like, he don't know shit about shit. Like, how he don't fuck? know anything, game. <laughs> like, he, no, he, I wasn't trying to hit on you there, but he, he just tried to plug in the fucking mic <laughs> without the adapter. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we're all gonna grow, and, it, and it's gonna be fun, and we're gonna have fun doing it. And uh, people are gonna like us. People aren't gonna like us. Hopefully, they uh, they grow with us, and we can bring you know some value, some entertainment to everybody. And I want to talk to the people that don't like us. That's perfect. I'm fine with that too. Talk to Line them up. They sit there in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're you're right. This is gonna be a blast. I'm I'm super pumped. I've not done this consistently with anyone else, and I, I'm super excited to do it with you know people that look sound have been through a bunch of same relatable and different experiences, and and we'll chop it up and and see where it goes. It's gonna be great. And my pick for the weekend is Miguel Pritchett by Knockout. I don't what know round? The, I don't know what the odds are, but uh, I'm not sure. I have to look at them by weigh-in, which I well, didn't my, do today. My pick of the week is Curtis Blades, first round. Ooh. KO. I think Derek Lewis got a nice pillow chin, dude. I think he's going right down with his big ass. He's like 310 <laughs> pounds. Big tree high. fall hard, baby. Shout out to De La Salle. <laughs> Curtis Blades, first round. KO. I don't got a pick of the week, man. I haven't looked forward to it. <laughs> he, he, he's like, are the Bulls wearing pinstripes? I haven't looked. I, I gotta look. I gotta look at the uniforms tomorrow for the Bulls. Uh, you know, it's a back to back, so it's gonna be tough. But he's like, who do the Bulls play tomorrow? I think the Kings, right? He's like, it's gonna be cold tomorrow. Bet you'll mind. Wait, they're that. going all the way to. Are no, they at I, home? I don't think they're playing today. I mean, tomorrow. 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 I thought I heard it was a back to back. Yeah, Kings. You're wrong. They're Kings? playing here tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was like, there's no way they're going to be in Philly and then fly all the oh, way over. Man. That'd be fucked up if the league made them do that. All right. So the if, Kings are like the worst team to play after a back to back because they just like are annoying. Were they, oh, off, were they off today? I think so. They play yesterday. That's not good. All Whatever. right. Uh, Kings money line? I don't even want to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say. No, it we're depends not doing on that. the jersey. It depends, depends on the jersey. Depends on the jersey. Definitely, exactly. For sure. Uh, <laughs> find out more betting tips once again. <laughs> the, the good thing about this is that when people listen to this, it's going to be past the weekend, so they're going to be like, "Oh, these guys don't know shit about what you're talking." About. <laughs> or we're going to look like geniuses. Who knows? Yeah, we'll get to pay it off. 
Right, exactly. So, guys, I look forward to episode one and uh, and this journey. We're, we're gonna we're gonna fuck shit up. We're gonna make some noise. We're gonna be a part of the the landscape now, and it's it's gonna be fun, man. Can't wait. Love you. <laughs>